Happy Easter, everyone. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers who are biological or spiritual, godmothers, grandmothers, those who are trying to be mothers. Um, Praise God for you, and we thank God for you. The The letter of John says, And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us. Right? So when we were born, we learn how to react and communicate through mirroring the people who are before us. Namely, our parents, our mothers, our fathers. That they're the first ones that we imitate and therefore we learn to be, we learn to exist. We learn that there is other outside of myself. Only prior to that, I lived in the womb. I could hear the voice, but it wasn't until I came out of the womb that I could connect the voice to the face. And when I connect the voice to the face, I know that the same safety that I had in the womb, I also have out here. Because that's what we're screaming, right? We come out and we're like, put me back in, put me back in, right? It's, it was safe in there. It was comfortable. I grew. It was nice. And then all of a sudden, I'm out here, and, and I don't have that safety. It's like going, Jesus going from the water to the wilderness. He gets baptized, and then goes into the wilderness. We are kept in our mother's womb, and then we're sent out, and we need something of safety. Well, that's why we have the voice, because the voice I've heard for the last nine months, and all of a sudden, I connect the voice to the face, and I'm like, ah, I know your voice. And it's no different in this world. We, Jesus says, they who follow me, they know my voice. But we don't see his face, but I know his voice. So that when I'm born from the womb of this world and into eternal life, I can look upon him and say, I knew your voice. I knew your voice and you kept me safe. But now I can see you face to face. It's a beautiful mirrored image. And Jesus says that I have told you all these things, love one another as I have loved you, that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. He wants your joy to be complete. He wants you to be bustling with joy. Your life. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm kind of like faking happiness. It means that in any circumstance, I can have this perpetual joy that exists underneath because I know where my safety lies. I know who keeps me safe. It's my Lord. But it's just, just as much as God has given us earthly mothers, he also gives us a heavenly mother. Now for some of us, our earthly mothers, we may not have known them. They might have passed early on or they've left our life. For some of us, our mothers, they, they weren't able to give what we needed. So we feel a longing within us. For some of us, maybe they, they suffocated us. So we feel, I don't even want anything to do with Mother's Day. Or for some of us, we've lost our mothers even more recently and we feel that pain still within us. So as much as this is an exciting day, it's also a very tender day for so many people and the memories of our mothers. This past week, I had the the privilege of getting together with some people that I I traveled the Lords with. And we listened to people's conversion stories and healings that they've received in Lords. And and it it was amazing. It was tremendous to listen to these 
people be vulnerable and share how much Our Lady healed in their life. Right? There was a, a family there that has a, a special needs daughter, and when they were asked, well, the, the children, well, what changed in your family before Lords and after Lords? And the, the, the older son and daughter, the younger son and daughter said, well, before mom and dad used to always be afraid when they feed her out in public if she was going to choke or something like that, and now they don't live in fear, and neither do we. There was a woman there who was, who was 15 years old when she, when she was 15 years old from Scotland, and she was forced to have an abortion by her mother. Not, and she said, my mother loved me. She didn't do it out of fear. She didn't do it out of, because she hated me. She did it because she loved me. She didn't know any better. There was another woman there that was, that was an abortion. She was born at two pounds and five ounces because, she, because her mother was out of fear, didn't know what to do with this child within her. And so when the abortion had failed after three attempts, the baby was born alive. Two pounds, five ounces. There's only 1% of the world that at two pounds and five ounces, they survive. And she, she lived with this feeling of being out of place for all of her life. Like she didn't belong. But we know now the hormones within women as they're pregnant, those affect the children. We know that those are those neural pathways that, that, that scientifically, psychologically all has makes sense. But it wasn't until she went to Lourdes and encountered our Blessed Mother that she understood her place. So wherever we are on the spectrum of having a wonderful mother who could very much resemble the Blessed Mother, perhaps being, without being conceived without sin, or having a mother who wasn't able to give to us, or having a mother who gave too much, wherever we are, we have, an earthly, we have a heavenly mother who can heal those places in our hearts that find themselves to be lacking. And one of the stories that, that I, was, I was really struck by, I've been learning a little bit more about St. Bernadette, is Bernadette's own mom was unable to nurse her after her birth. Because when Bernadette was born, her mom had some sort of a burn or something. There was a, an accident, and so her chest was burned, so she was unable, unable to nurse Bernadette. So Bernadette grows up, being or the first couple of years of her life, being nursed by a wet nurse. But the, the crazy part is that the wet nurse has just lost her own daughter. So now she's nursing the daughter of somebody else that's not her own daughter. So think about, again, psychologically and scientifically, what happens. The hormones in the woman are affecting how, how Bernadette grows up, thinks about herself, and thinks about others. Bernadette had a very poor relationship with her mother, her earthly mother. She had a wonderful relationship with her father. When she was sent off to be with aunts and uncles, her father went and visited her. But what we, what we, what's interesting is that although she had a poor relationship with her earthly mother, it was Mary who chose to appear to her. So that although she could not have an earthly mother who could understand her, who could not, who couldn't relate to her, she had a heavenly mother. And the thing I was amazed at is that when, when these women who had abortions or were abortions or, or abused by their own mothers, and they were sharing their stories, they found healing in Lourdes with Mary, which is crazy in my mind because she who is immaculately conceived without blemish, without, without spot, without wrinkle, didn't condemn them and be like, yeah, you shouldn't have had that abortion. Yeah, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have been an abortion. She didn't say any of that. She simply loved them as they were and allowed them to be healed of that pain of the past. Healed. Not just coped with, not just dealt with. Healed. That they can talk about it. 
There's still, there's still sorrow there, but they can talk about it. That again, this, is, this goes to us, that, that there's no sin too great that we've ever committed that God cannot heal within us. That there's nothing that I've done that can't be un, undone or forgiven. You say it can't be undone. Well, God who's outside of time can undo it within our hearts. The repercussions continue on in this earth, but he can undo the pain in my heart. He can undo the knot that I've made or that others have made in me. But what does the story about Bernadette teach us? That God has given to us a mother. Even those, she who didn't have a strong relationship with her mother was able to have a relationship with Mary. And then there's some of us who think like we're failures as mothers because maybe we weren't able to nurse our children. Or maybe we didn't do the best job raising them and we had our conversion later and so we look back and we say, I, I, I wasted my time with my children. And even that, Our Lady says, you did not. It's not wasted. Nothing is wasted with her son. Hear that. Somebody needs to hear that. Nothing is wasted with her son. That he says, behold, I make all things new. He doesn't say, I make the things that are good in your life new. He says, I make all things new. And what better to have new than the things that are broken, the things that are old, the things that I've been living in. The past, the pain, the hurt, the abuse, the trauma, all of it. I was speaking to another woman, another woman who had an abortion, and she said, she said, well, the people that have had abortions and they, they, talk, they have it on, on, on the, 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 the commercials and they say, oh, it's not going to affect you. She's like, they're so wrong. Because deep within as our mothers, we know that there's something, there's something special. But hear me, it's not to condemn it's to say that she can heal. She can heal and she doesn't condemn. She's too kind and too loving and too gentle to condemn. God, she loves you so much. And I get it. Some of us can't even fathom talking to Mary because we put her up on the pedestal right there, which normally right now she's on the ground. But normally she's on the pedestal and we're like, she's so far high, I can't even reach her. She's perfect. How can, I, how can she ever relate with me? How can she relate? But think about the moments in her life. And this is, a, this is a challenge to you. If you think that Mary can't relate to you, whether you're a man or a woman, I challenge you, I challenge you to ask her. Show her the pain that you're living in right now. Show it to her, raw. Tell her what it is and say, where in your life did you feel this? Where in your life did you feel it? I promise you, if you do that and you're raw with it, not covering it up, not putting a veil over it, being like, hi, I'm just kind of sad. No, no, no. Why am I sad? What is the pain in my heart right now? What is it? I'm going to show it to you, Mary, because this crazy priest was yelling at me to do so. I'm going to show it to you. <laughs> and then what? Let her show you where she experienced that pain in her life. Although she was sinless, yes. Although she's perfect, yes. She experienced every pain and sorrow that you do. When she was leaving Bethlehem, can you imagine being her? And what happens? You hear the cries of the mothers who are losing their children, knowing that her son survived. What guilt might that bring up in her or be tempted to take hold. 
What guilt do we carry from our past? I could have done this differently. I did this in the past. God can't forgive me. Man or woman, it doesn't matter. She has something to give to you. She has a healing for you. Because within her womb, she carried life himself. The same life that said this, I have told you this, that my joy may be in you and your joy might be complete. The same person that was in her womb and she carried mother of Jesus, mother of God, restoring and bringing all things new. It's who she is. You think there's no sin in my past that God can, there's a sin in my past God I can't even tell God about, can't go to confession about. Think about what happened. What did she, what did she heal within our humanity? It was the sin of Adam and Eve. It was the distrust of God, the unfaithfulness, the, the belief that God wouldn't actually be faithful to his word. So the thing that the Eve, she grabbed from the tree. It was Mary who took the fruit of her womb, not the fruit from the tree. She took the fruit of her womb and gave it to the tree. No. She took the fruit of her womb and gave it back. When she said, fiat, fiat mihi secundum verbum tuum, let it be done unto me according to your word. It wasn't just like this wonderful moment and angel Gabriel and trumpets are blaring and there she is with conceiving Christ. It was the entirety of her life. Fiat. You can have him back. And I don't know where we are or who's watching this, but it's time that we surrender back. We can surrender our mothers. For those of us who are trying to be mothers and we think that something is wrong with us because we're not able to conceive, it's a lie from hell. It is Mary who wants to bring healing into your life. She knows the pain. Think about the conversation with Elizabeth and Elizabeth saying something to the effect of, I thought I could have never conceived. I thought I could never have conceived. I thought I could have never conceived. And what is this that the mother of my Lord should come to me when I am now six months conceived? So amazing. So divine. Wherever we are, Wherever we're at, whether our mother was the best of mothers or whether she was the worst of mothers, we can now surrender them, her, back to our blessed mother. She whose son says, I make all things new so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. And that when you have experienced love, you can then love one another. Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you and we surrender to you, our mothers. First God, we thank you for our mothers. We thank you for the life that's within us, the breath in our lungs and the beat of our hearts in our chest. We thank you for our mothers who have chosen to give us life. And we give to you all of the pain, all the sorrow, all the loss that we've had in our lives. Whether that be the loss of a mother in our life, and we take that upon our own selves, and we think if only I had done something different, if only I had changed something, I could have saved her. We surrender that pain to you, Jesus. We surrender the pain that the lies that say, I, I, I'm not a very good mother, I've, I've messed up a lot. The lies that say that I have suffered and, and this is not the life that I chose. We surrender those things to you, Jesus. We surrender our mothers to you and we surrender ourselves to you. 
And we ask that you would place us in the womb of Mary, the same place, Jesus, that you lived for nine months of your life, the safest place on earth, the place where no evil has ever touched. And you would allow us to grow in the same place of Mary's womb that you grew for nine months. And you heard the sweetness of her voice. You felt the tenderness of her love. And you heard the beating of her heart. So Jesus, I pray that you would give to every one of your children here in the church or those watching live stream or watching recorded the gift of knowing Mary as their mother, that whatever sorrow we have, whatever thing that was lacking within us or that our mothers couldn't give us or gave too much, that you, Mary, would make up for it. And as you became a mother to Bernadette when she did not know the tenderness of her mother, so blessed mother, I pray that you would be a mother to each one of us. Introduce us to your son. Allow us the grace to love you as Jesus loved you. We pray this, Jesus, in your holy name. Amen.